Hey guys, uh, you're listening to Bad Inventions with me, Dr. Science Guy, Todd Mullis. Get your co-host for today. Glad to be here. Mr. They, no Name. They, they call me Mr. No Name. In the classes, they call me Statson. Okay, so first bad invention for today. Okay, so hear me out. Uh, you hate it when your water bottle gets like super fucking um, like super warm, right? Like when you get warm water in your water bottle, it's the worst. I'm following. And like, who wants to go get more ice? No one. Nobody. No one. Who wants to dilute that delicious water with? Ice? So hear me out. It's a water bottle. It's a 60 liter water bottle, so you got lots of fluid with a small little freon tank attached to it. And so when you twist this knob here, you see that cool it? Ah. Just yeah. There you go. See. And now, very cold water. Uh, there is some possibility for cancer. When we're in a room together already, it's it gets weird. With I faked the moon landing so you wouldn't get murdered. That right there with the Illuminami. Strange noises. And that would be cocaine. I could be an alien. You ready, motherfuckers? Yes. yes. <laughs> Their game. So the the game I have planned is specific to our topic today. Oh. Well, let's play it with another topic. Okay, and then turn it into a drinking game somehow? Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so I'm just going to chug this beer first, and uh, then we'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay, you Any timer? You have to say something funny and try and make me like stop chugging. That's our game. Okay, give me a minute. Okay, guys, you're about to hear me chug this beer. It's a light beer. No point in really giving it a fancy name. I'm going to chug it. You guys are going to hear it on crystal clear, high quality sound, since this is our first time using our new equipment, motherfucker. Okay, well, I'm going. So, Oh, shit. I was going to figure a funny story that could stop you, but I know you can chug fast, so it's not even worth it. I don't know that time. Not as fast as I wanted it to be. Oh, God. It's faster than I could. That's about the same time as my shotgun time. Yeah, well, I'll have to look back at the recording because I luckily have a timer when I start chugging, but I'll just have to listen to it later. That'll be an indicator. Don't cut out any time. Wink, wink. Wink, <laughs> wink. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, well, thanks for listening to Scapegoats, guys. Uh, if you didn't notice, which hopefully you did, we sound like golden angels. Voice angels of gold stuff. Crystal clear. What he said in a crystal clear voice. So big shout out. Thanks again to all of our goats that helped make this possible. All of our patrons. And uh, it's fucking awesome. It's going to get a lot of taken use to. I'm going to think about not breathing into the mic. Because I have a feeling you're going to hear this a lot. I don't know what you're talking I about. I don't want to do it too much because <laughs> I don't want to make it sound annoying, but there's chances that that could happen. That, so yeah. I just have to think about it. That's fair. I, I think gonna even watching the levels, my biggest thing is, and people have commented on it as well, so thank you, uh, my very loud voice <laughs> that commonly pops through in the background. It's just <laughs> overpowering mine. That's all it is. You like Mine comes in a little quieter and you're, you're zoned in on anything. And then yours is just a lot louder, so it it's comes in hot. Yeah. Boom! So I think what I'm going to have to get used to is when I laugh, though, i got to pull the microphone away from my mouth a little because I think it's going to be extra loud. <laughs> <laughs>
if it's like right there. Should be interesting. We'll see. It's kind of different. It's nice holding a mic. I can just lounge. I could pretty much lay down. Yeah, you could. We could. And I could just sit right here. The, are we laying on the floor right now? Who knows? Could maybe be. maybe the acoustics is better. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, so I felt like it's time to bring out an episode I had written a while ago. Started writing a while ago. And I wanted to do it earlier, but something came up, and so I figured I'd save it. So it's a good one to pull this one out of the ashes a little for the christening, the cherry popping of our mix board. So this is a a solid big pimple popper theory. Uh, Is that what you're getting at? No. (laughs) Oh, okay. You take that. I never said that ever. I I feel like I hyped it up (laughs) myself. I, I probably was, you know. I gave it a good intro, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just a fun one that hopefully you know some parts of. But we'll see. I think it's something that a lot of people may not know all the sides to. Okay. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, so I wanted to do this uh, around the end of our March Madness. I got the idea to start this one in. Oh, no. No, don't worry. What did it inspire you? <laughs> happens next <laughs> you're like oh jesus you said nothing until halloween <laughs> you promised <laughs> <laughs> but before i go any thir- further Thurver. the server they're going to be able to hear us uh fucking up words much better now yeah especially since we got these microphones pressed against our lips lips but before i get too further <laughs> please go rate the podcast on itunes and facebook and uh, check out our social media pages. Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. Instagram's almost at 400. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we need to break like the keyboard because of this new equipment. Oh. But we, I feel like once we get 400, that's worth uh, keyboard smashing, too. We're about to go to a desert with many options of uh, keyboard destruction. Oh, yeah. Many options. I know we've talked about, like, bow and arrows, <laughs> sledgehammers. Uh, I know we talked about going to a shooting range. Pulling one up there. That would be pretty sweet. Golf. Bow and arrow with flames. Yes. That one I wouldn't want to do up at the cabin. But uh, <laughs> we can <laughs> knuckle puck. Hockey sling it. Yeah. There's, right, there's so many options. Many throw options. Off, throw it off a mountain. Man. It's going to be great. But yeah, so... Around 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday, November 13th, 1974. No segues. No. <laughs> Fuck you and your segues. <laughs> nothing, nothing to get, let you know that we're moving on. It's happening now. You're in it. <laughs> November 13th, 1974, a 23-year-old DeFeo entered Henry's Bar in Amityville, Long Island, and yelled, You gotta help me! I think my mother and father are shot! So DeFeo and a small group of people went to 112 Ocean Avenue, rhymes, that's fun, and found that DeFeo's parents had indeed been shot and killed. One of the group made an emergency call to the Suffolk County Police, who searched the house and found that six members of the same family had also been shot and killed in their beds. Damn. I know, right? Wait, what did you say? New York? What? Uh, Long Island. Long Island. The victims were Ronald J. or Ro- <laughs> Jesus. The victims were Ronald Jr. You got this. Yeah, uh, Ronald Jr.'s parents. Uh, so Ronald DeFeo Sr., who is 44, Louis, Luis DeFeo, who is 42, and his four siblings, Don, 18, 
Allison, 13, Mark, 12, and John Matthew, who was 9. All of the victims had been shot with a thirty-five caliber rifle. And around 3 o'clock in the morning of that day is when they uh, assumed it to have happened. They all got killed by the same rifle? Yes. I wish I knew more about what kind of rifle that was. I told but you. I feel like that's a lot. I, I couldn't tell you what the fuck I don't, it is. I don't exactly. I, I'm. I think I've shot a thirty-five caliber rifle, but I'm not sure. Phil, that's a big gun, yeah. Uh, I think it's just big enough that you shouldn't hunt with it, but it's not like huge or anything. Damn, they were massacred. Yeah, pretty much. Like not just tried to kill them. This, pr- these, whoever this is behind the gun, tried to blow them up. Well, so the DeFeo parents had both been shot twice, while each of the children had all been killed with single shots. Okay. Uh, and so, like you were saying, like, he was just trying to, like, butcher him pretty much. Well, this shows physical evidence suggested that Luis DeFeo and her daughter Allison were both awake at the time of their deaths, but according to Suffolk County Police, the victims were all found lying face down in bed. Oh. So, so they were just sleeping. Yeah, they were like, they'd each been shot, and they, but they were all just shot in bed, like sleeping. Like, why would they need a giant gun for that? Wait, uh, we <laughs> agree this is a big gun, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, that's what we're going with now at this point. <laughs> you said like that's what we have to. A thirty-five caliber rifle. Is it cheating if I look it up right just now? Just do it. I'm just gonna keep telling the story though. I'll yeah, I'm listening. You got this. At first, the police thought it might have been a mafia hitman since the family was related to the Genovese crime family. But the next day, Robert Jr. confessed to the crime of killing his family. Yeah, so they were like racking their brains. Oh, and next day he confessed. Oh, my gosh. He said, once I started, I just couldn't stop. It went so fast. Dang. He just felt like killing people. It It was just fucking like, what? Whoa. He said that he did it out of self-defense because what? he could hear the voices of his family plotting against him. Oh, no. He was a cuckoo. He said that he'd, he well, would just try and lay given. down in bed and he'd stay up all night because he felt like he could just hear them saying all these things about how they were going to kill him, murder him, or that they hated him. Yeah. What? Wait, what was his name? Robert what? Robert Jr. DeFeo. DeFeo was yeah. the last name. Okay, so thirty-five caliber rifles are more like... I mean, they're your typical... Looks like a just a regular hunting rifle. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad we at least figured that out. Yeah. I mean, I appreciated that. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. But so, um, this, the insanity plea was trying to be taken by his lawyer, and it was supported by the psychiatrist for the defense as well, Dr. Daniel Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the psychiatrist for the prosecution, Dr. Harold Zolan, maintained that although although DeFeo was an abuser of heroin and LSD, he had also expressed signs of antisocial personality disorder and was aware of his actions at the time of the crime. So even though it's tr- trying to make him seem crazy, he he at least knew what he was doing. Well, And he's also a drug user yeah. <laughs> of heroin and LSD. <laughs> This is normal for a guy like this to <laughs> act. That I mean, was uh, well. Yeah. That was their defense. 
Yeah, that was their defense. Was the the uh, that was or that was the prosecution's defense. And so, on November twenty first, nineteen seventy five, DeFeo was found guilty on six counts of second degree murder, and he is still in prison to this day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least he's there. He's still there, right? That's good uh, yeah, he belongs there. I'd say so. But uh, so some of the things that have been brought up about the like the DeFeo family murders was they were all shot in bed sleeping, but you would think after one or two, I mean, maybe three people had been shot in the house, the others would have woken up and gotten out of bed. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah. So that's where it's talked about. It's like, oh, maybe he didn't do it on all his own, or maybe... And th- they didn't show signs of like being poisoned or anything to what made him like stay asleep. Hmm. Heavy sleepers. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to think of anything. I mean, I don't know. You just said that maybe other people involved, but he was just a cuckoo guy. Like, yeah. This guy isn't going to try to find like. Yeah, that made sense. <laughs> this, guy, <laughs> this guy's not just like searching out for. Attackers, or what do you call them? Fucking hitmen. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ. I, I, I was like, uh, I was about to say mercenary, which I guess <laughs> is kind of close. Yeah, they're not finding hitmen to join them in killing their yeah. family. They're, he's just a cuckoo guy. Yeah. So, but how did he not wake all those people up with a, with a rifle, a big bang gun? Yeah. Yeah, why the fuck didn't they wake up? Yeah, so that's one of the things that's been brought up about that. Especially two with the parents. They each yeah. had two. Yeah. So four shots right there. Boom, 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 boom. And I, I, I imagine he would have started with the parents, especially since he shot them more times. But I mean, we're damn. We're going into this more than I thought we were going to. But so this is what, this is a murder that I wanted to bring up when we did March Madness, and I didn't because of what I'm about to tell you now. Oh man, don't worry. It gets much lighter from here on out. I promise, honest to goodness. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit okay. you with more and more of that this whole episode. <laughs> okay. It's happy times. Good. Let's get this guy out. Because as we know, rule number one, all good stories start with a character named what? Uh John. Fuck you, Regis. You're wrong. It's Ed. Oh <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just made up that rule. It's rule number one now though. I've only known two Eds. What? Yeah. So you haven't seen any happy beginning stories? Uh, one, <laughs> I, I don't know where he's at now. One was a good athlete. That's. I feel like when I hear the name Ed, I don't think of an athlete. What do you think of? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like right off the bat, I would think of like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, the TV show, uh-huh. or like somebody who works. Uh, they're not like they're like a mechanic, uh-huh. which that's not a bad thing, but. It's just a mechanic. I wouldn't. I just don't picture them running okay. in sports and stuff. Follow up question. Yes. What do you think of when you s- hear an Eddie? Eddie. I see. I feel like it changes it. That's what. Yep. I was Ed, thinking the same Ed, thing. Eddie. Edward. Eddie is different Eduardo. than Eduardo. All, all four of them have their <laughs> own separate. Like, oh yeah, you look like an Eddie. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah, you don't look like an Ed. There's some. There's some guys that are just like Eds. Uh, but I mean, maybe they go by Edward. But Ed Warren. Okay. I'm glad we got there. <laughs> he was born in Bridgeport, Connecticut on September 7th, 1926. As a child, he claimed to see spirits in his home, which he claimed was haunted. 
house Ooh. as a child. As he got older, he became an artist and enjoyed painting. And so sometimes he would paint the things that he saw living in his home. Uh, later on, as he grew up, he joined the United States Navy when he was 16 and fought in World War II. And after the or sorry, he was 17. OK. And after the war, he became a police officer for a short time, like his father before him had been. But then with the help of his wife, he was able to follow his dreams and become a part time painter, author, lecturer, but most of all. A self-taught demonologist. Oh, he made it all up himself? Self-taught. Self-proclaimed. Oh. I think it's cool when, when people are able to just do what they want to do like that. Yeah. No matter how crazy we, some of those things are. We are self-taught, self-proclaimed podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is, it is super awesome. Yeah. As crazy as some of those are, but for him also to be like a painter, a lecturer, like to do all those things too. Yeah. Like I, r- I really am happy for the guy. <laughs> His choice in self-taught topics kind of, <laughs> I don't know if I'm behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I still just don't even know where you're going with this. I'm just saying I'm happy for him. Oh yeah. Good for him. You did it, man. He taught himself. Oh, you did it. Lorraine Rita Moran was born in Bridgeport, Connecticut as well, on January 31st, 1927. Any relation to Mr. Ed? Uh, did I say the same last name, Regis? No. Good. So no. Because I was hoping I s- didn't do that, because then it would have been bad. <laughs> as a girl, she claimed to be able to speak to spirits and see people's aura. Uh, once in Catholic school, she told one of her teachers that uh, their aura was brighter than the headmistress's aura uh, was. Uh-huh. Uh, and so she was punished for that and told that there's no such thing. Uh, and she also felt like she heard a lot of voices, saw a lot of people that maybe weren't there. So for most of her life, she just tried to keep these gifts a secret. Uh, she tried to deny it and told herself that all the voices and that she was hearing and the people she was seeing, it's just in her head. I can understand that. Yeah, and so at the age of 16... She met Ed Warren, who was working as an usher for the local theater. See? Just living his dreams. He's just... (laughs) He's... I always wanted to work at a movie theater, dude. Just to do something... Like an usher. Like even at like a... Like when I get old. Not right now. I don't want (laughs) to... I'd curse a lot and I'd have a beer while ushering people in. Be like, hey guys, we're here to have a good time. Have the first beers on me. I would be like an usher usher. I'd wear a suit and I'd just be dancing. The whole way people even see music in the background. I would want to do it when I don't have time for anything. Yeah. And I'm a little older. That's fair. So, I <laughs> I put him up there on pedestal right now. You're dude, you're killing it. Like you're loving this Ed guy so far. I mean, his name's Ed. <laughs> right? Uh so after shortly after they started dating, uh, they ended up getting married within less than two years. And so while Ed was on leave from the Navy is when they got married. And he had been on leave in the Navy because his ship had just gone down four months into him being in the Navy. And so if they apparently have a certain leave for if you're a survivor of like something. Grievance? Yeah. It's like, oh, you survived. You had to go take 30 days at home and then come back. And so they got married then. And then after the war ended and Ed came back is when they had a daughter named Judy. Oh. 
Uh, and but for Lorraine, it wouldn't be until after that they were fully married and started their family that she accepted what she truly was. A clairvoyant and a light trance medium. She yeah. also found herself. Yeah. So, I mean. So, self-talk or self-proclaimed? <laughs> What's the difference? Um, I think for that, that has to be self-proclaimed. I don't know how it could be self-taught. But, I mean, I'm sure there's ways. Okay. But she's, I, I, for mediums and stuff and clairvoyancy, I mean, if you believe in that at least, they always, I think it's something that, like, you're born with. Or maybe an accident happens, or you're bitten by a radioactive spider. I was going to say that one. Uh, don't forget the gamma radiation, and if you're a mutant, those are possible things that that can... Of it, course. Yeah, you don't, you're don't. you not self-taught, it just happens. I see. I agree with that. <laughs> Either you have it or you don't. Yeah. Or other things happen, like gamma rays. And I don't mean to be making fun of the medium or clairvoyant community. I just felt like... It's just weird. Saw, Everybody knows. It's not a secret. <laughs> but yeah, so like I said, when Ed returned from the war, their life together really started. Um, and Ed and Lorraine tried making a living off of Ed's paintings. He had been going to one of the sister schools of Yale. His true passion. Yeah, he was doing paintings. Um, but mostly what they would do is they would go to homes that were rumored to be haunted or claiming to be haunted. They would sit kind of out in just in the middle of the street. And Ed would start sketching or painting the home. And he, they would talk about how it would really pique people's attention. They would start peeking out their windows, wondering what this guy's doing, just doing art literally right in front of their house. And then, once he was done, Lorraine would go knock on the front door and show the sketch to the homeowner. So, wait, the homeowners didn't know that they were there? No, like just the homeowners their would peek out and see them, and, but they didn't know why they were there. So they didn't talk to the homeowners before they just sat and no, painted their house. They just sat out there and started. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh. You thought I said he would paint people's houses for them. <laughs> that's what I. That, <laughs> I know that's not what you said, but that's what I took. I was like, so they go to these houses and they start painting them. In my mind, I connected that he would, like, people would approve of yeah, these things like, oh, beforehand okay. like cuz that yeah. would make sense. No, yeah, he just had a I don't know if he had like a full sketch pad I or would like lock my kids in their rooms. Kids <laughs> do not come I mean, out right now. I mean, this is the I think the for, late 40s, early 50s and so maybe things are a little different if you just had you just saw a random person standing outside of your home for 30 minutes. I'd but be nervous. <laughs> but yeah, so after he was done at least, Lorraine would go give the sketch to the homeowner and she would talk about how, oh, my, my husband loves painting haunted houses. Be but the thing is, I didn't tell you the finishing touch Ed would make to the homes when he was painting or sketching them. He would also draw ghosts coming out of them. Oh. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Could you imagine answering that door? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hi. yeah, my husband loves how painting haunted houses. Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't... I didn't my house is haunted. Oh, God. What do you guys want? Who are you? What do you need? Yeah. So then they would just... I feel like that was a solid icebreaker. Immediately. If you know a medium, I could yeah. find one for you now. Right. And fix your problem that we just created for you. Well, well, and so, I mean, there are there's possible rumors of it. People saying that they would just go to random houses. But... 
most of the people, at least seeing the drawings, I wouldn't say were surprised to say like, "Oh, there's you're seeing ghosts coming out of my house or whatever," because they they're probably already experiencing something, maybe. But if I mean, if on those chances where they were going to somewhere that wasn't haunted, <laughs> just trying to right. If they the homeowners already thought something was up, that then they would probably freak out, and they, I would guess they would never buy the paintings. No, they would give them to them for free. Oh, oh, they were just door to door salesmen. They would, they were. See, I just pictured this. Paintings, but I pictured this image, and that they were like these, like it was like the invention of the door to door sales. Yeah, that's how it all started. And then it evolved to knives and vacuums. Right, <laughs> that's in my head where it took it. But they, so they would just hand it to them. Would they even offer their services to like come inside and clear the ghosts and stuff? Well, so that's the thing. That yeah, that giving the little sketch was a good little icebreaker for them. They would start talking to him, having conversations, asked to walk through the home, and sometimes they would even get to s- try and investigate what was supposedly making it haunted, or if it was haunted itself. Were they more just interested? Yeah, they weren't like they weren't charging people to do this either. I see. It was they would just wa- they at least stated that they just wanted to their hobby was the ho- ghost hunting. Their hobby was ghost hunting. Do you know And painting. Do you know who I'm talking about yet? Uh, no, because I can tell you zero names of medians or okay. hunters or of those that are involved. Involve, revolve? <laughs> Irva, or those that evolve from other things like that. Like ghosts. <laughs> those that revolve from ghosts. Are <laughs> zero, I could tell you zero names. There's an okay. Ed, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, and this this was an episode I was hoping I'd be able to have a guest on that knew more about movies because just like the Mandela effect, I feel like that would have a good, if like somebody knowing more movies than you, but I think we'll see how it goes. Okay. What's the, what's the movie? No, you can't get there yet. Nope. Damn. She's going to hang in there. I've it's seen like a, a few paragraph away, bro. I've seen <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'll sit tight. Well, no, I mean, you can finish your thought. Well, no, we're good. Are we good? Yeah. I feel like things just got really weird there, Regis. I didn't mean for anything like that. <sighs> Whatever, man. It's just sometimes I I don't know. Let's just keep going. Well, now <laughs> I feel awful. <laughs> just fucking. All right. So the Warrens spent many years doing this process where they would just go to the homes, try and investigate it somehow, see if they can sell paintings in the neighborhood, and it worked out great. And they started making a real name for themselves to the point where they didn't have to start going to people's homes and asking. People (gasps) just started coming to them. They started calling them. Yeah, asking them to investigate or determine if their home was actually haunted or if it was just something else happening. Aliens? Aliens, uh, gas leak, (laughs) bad electrical components, I think is something. I had a ghost in my house before I came over here. Someone who farts in their sleep. My son. But he says <laughs> it came from my bum. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not my fault. It just does what it does. <laughs> it came from my bum. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they're trying to figure out things for people. Uh, and they're getting so good at it that even some of the churches started asking them to go check out homes that had asked to have like an exorcism done. They were going to investigate first to see if 
someone from the church was actually needed to come perform an exorcism. I see. Yeah. Well, it saves up the priest's time. They have a lot on their plate. Yes. So they can I contract mean, out. Just getting bigger and bigger. For z- zero dollars, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, and all of these things they were going to do for free. There's, I mean, they're they're still making money because, you know, they're writing books now about what has been happening and they're, uh, you know, having donations done and different other things to where it's making them money. But they're, they're not asking these people for money that they go to investigate to see if something's haunted or not. It's probably the best move any of those churches could do. Yeah, I start. Oh, I don't have to go. <laughs> Figure out this ghost thing. <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes they are so weird when I go to check those. Ma'am, <laughs> once again, your daughter does not need an exorcism. <laughs> She's just a teenager. <laughs> They're awful like that. <laughs> so, some of they, they claimed that over their whole lifetime of working in their career, they had 10,000 cases. Maybe it's 100,000 cases. I think it's 10,000. Either one's a lot. Either or. Yeah, that's a lot of cases. One is 90,000 more, but I mean, I'm pretty sure it's 10,000. Some of their notable investigations, though, is the Annabelle possession of the Raggedy Ann doll, the Perrin family, the Amityville home, Enfield poltergeist, the Arnie Johnson possession, the Snydecker house. They're big deal. The Smurl family. The werewolf demon possession. And the Union Cemetery ghost. Yeah. That's a big resume. I mean, yeah, and those are just their big hitters. I mean, their most popular ones. Wow. So this started happening more and more uh, once they, in 1952, they started the New England Society for Psychic Research. Also known as Nesper. I love that name. I really don't know if it's also known as Nesper, but I just I'm gonna call it Nesper. <laughs> that would be the next my next dog's name. Hey Nesper, get over here, big guy. <laughs> or <laughs> it doesn't have to be a dog. Or I mean my next pet. <laughs> next turtle. Next turtle's definitely gonna be Nesper. <laughs> but and so when that was started it's it was known as the oldest paranormal hunting group in New England, so it still holds that title to this day. To this day, good for them. I mean, to this day, it hasn't gotten older, so they haven't found other ones that are older. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I felt like you saying to this day made sense, and I was yeah. like, wait. <laughs> uh, but so the organization, like we said, we c- continued to grow and grow. Uh, and Nesper uses a variety of individuals, including medical doctors, researchers, police officers, nurses, college students, and members of the clergy in all of its ve- investigations. They started focusing more and more on homes that were just kind of involved with demons and possessions instead of ghosts. And they found that you can destroy, you can't, or sorry, you can't destroy a demon, but you can trap it into an object. Because if, if so a demon's possessing an object and you try to destroy it, it just bounces over to another object or just goes somewhere else. You can't kill them. You just have to trap them. How would one trap one? So there's a lot of uh, like exorcism techniques and like blessing techniques, I guess, 
Like but in I a mean, box? But I, no, I mean, yeah, like. Or trap them in like words. Well, like, well, no, like in like and as into an object, like in an item. So a lot of demons will possess an item since they don't have like a physical form, and sometimes they'll possess a people, or they might possess my beer, and maybe my beer's haunted and evil. So you hurry and put the beer in the fridge, and the demon's Boom. trapped in the fridge, and then it's bonded in the fridge. Boom. Demons going nowhere. Does that make sense? Yeah, good analogy. But if it can, tr- if it can transfer from object to object, why wouldn't it just transfer out of that object? Because then it's trapped in the object with the blessings and shit. God, Regis, transform it into the fridge. <laughs> transform into the fridge, and then transform from the fridge to the microwave. Well, it can't do that if it's binded in the beer. What's the d- <laughs> <laughs> see? I'm trying to follow along, but you see the hole. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> so. What's happening in I, my brain? I wrote this and I did research, so I don't. <laughs> that's because I learned about it already. <laughs> All right. And I'm also not giving you a whole lot of information because I also don't <laughs> oh. really know. <laughs> well, what but if you takes over something, you trap it inside that something. I think what we did works. We painted a picture. And we if get you it. guys can't see the painting, then just imagine ghosts coming Shoot. out of it and then buy the house. Sure. <laughs> Okay, so the <laughs> demons are trapped in the beer. Yes. And then you have to have, but that's a large crew. What, like, every time they go somewhere, they have a large large mob with them? No. It's just sometimes? It, that's just everybody who's who's a part of the organization oh. that can be used if needed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. They're, like, always on call. Yeah. For surezies. Okay. To be ready. It's ghost hunting time. Ghost hunting time. Who are you going to call? The Narspa. Nesper. <laughs> Narspa. <laughs> it's close. But yeah, so they were able to trap some of these demons and objects, and they started taking these demonic artifacts and possessed items from these haunted homes, and they started the Warren's Occult Museum. So are you saying somewhere on this planet there is a big chamber filled with demons? Dude, it ain't a big chamber. It's just a, a little subsection of their house it's a b- in it's the like open a little building like a little <gasps> built-on thing that goes into the, the basement what as well. the it's hell in their house yeah what are they thinking well i mean n- they don't make money from doing investigations but there's like a 12 dollar fee to go as a tour through their museum you're gonna walk through it's open as a museum Dude, right now i fucking want to go no you I can't go. you can't pay me to do I that i want to go where is this at uh, it's in Connecticut. Fuck. Okay. I think. I was gonna say if it was out of the country, then there's <laughs> there's almost zero chance that that's gonna happen. You're like no, it's fucking no. But Connecticut, that's a that's a cross country. So let's go to Connecticut first. We'll wrap up to West Virginia. See the Mothman shit. Plane tickets are expensive. We, we're driving, bro. That's a. We're renting oh a VW. Gosh, oh my gosh! <laughs> Connecticut. Fuck. I would go next to the building and take your picture. Just go, hey, and then you're like, have fun inside. I'm going to eat a popsicle out here. <laughs> I don't know if I could go inside, dude. I feel like I'd lo- I would love to, but I I get it, though. I would, I'd be a little nervous. Again, if that demon can't stay in the, in the can, how do you know it's not going to get out of there? There's a video of Post Malone doing some shit like that. Like he went over to this possessed Opened a Dybbuk box or something. Something and he and there was some video of him looking like he just got all dazed for a minute. Jesus Christ. 
I don't know anything about that. Could you I imagine? I have watched YouTube videos about Dybbuk boxes, though, and those are kind of weird. Oh, man. You never know, man. You never know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that museum is still active today. Uh, Ed died on August 23rd, 2006, at the age of 79. Sad. He yeah. lived a great life. Yeah. But Lorraine continued working, uh, but she kind of stopped doing active investigations after that. Uh-huh. Uh, she went to conventions, and she spoke, and I think she spoke at, like, WonderCon or something like that. Uh, and she's talked about just all of their adventures and maintained the museum while her daughter Judy and son-in-law Tony Spera, who has become a demonologist as well, they continue investigations and managing Nesper. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and so this is what I was talking like about. Like the Irwins. The Irwins. But in a different category. Except. They do, like, animal stuff. Mm-hmm. And one died of old age, old diseases, and another person died of stingray. Yeah. But practically but the same thing. I mean, ghosts can take a toll on a, a man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's like. <laughs> it's like a stingray, just long term. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, Irwin family. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean that <laughs> in any disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Lorraine died on April 18th, 2019, at the age of 92. Oh. So that's why I Rest wanted to peace. do this episode earlier. I kind of planned on it, written some. But when it got so close to her death date, I didn't want to bring it up too much. Because, I mean, we can still make this fun and we can talk about what they're doing. But out sure. of respect, I figured it's I'd at least wait a month it's or two. fresh. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so doing it now. Respect has been given. Now we're going to tear it down. So <laughs> there's a movie about her? Well, have you heard or of the movie Ed? The Conjuring? Yes. Annabelle. Annabelle to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Annabelle Homecoming comes out soon. Or Coming Home. I don't know. comes out this year. She has a third movie, Annabelle. Uh, okay. So, uh, you had to have heard of the Amityville Horror. Yeah. I've, I've seen it, but I don't want to say I've watched it. Have you seen like the old one or the one with Ryan Reynolds? It was the old one. Okay. And it was on, and I was present. Yeah. But I th- I was in and out for some reason. I don't remember where it I was. I know how you watch movies, Regis, so I, <laughs> I get it. Dude, <laughs> I tried to watch Toy Story 3 with the kids. That's Fucking one. It's the worst Toy Story. To be okay, because I fell asleep. Yeah. I really tried. I don't think I've seen all of it all the way through still, because I'll get like an hour in. I'm like, ah, okay. I almost teared up when he gave Woody away. Yeah, that's that fair. got me a little they bit. They tug at the heartstrings a little. Yeah, yeah. You still haven't even seen Endgame yet, so you can't talk Fuck about crying. <laughs> so behind. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, yeah, I don't, I didn't expect you to actually have seen all those movies at least. So don't feel bad. You got this. You're good. good. But yeah. So like we talked about, a lot of their investigations had movies made out of them. You know what I mean. And the Annabelle doll is shown at the beginning of the first Conjuring movie. And then she has three of her own movies, like I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Parent Family is what the Conjuring movies is actually about. Uh, the story I told you about at the beginning, that's the precursor to the Amityville Horror. That's the murder that happened there. And then the Amityville Horror movie is about the Lutz family that moves in shortly after. Or mm-hmm. 
maybe not shortly after, but and they apparently have a haunting then. And then, uh, and also, I do want to say because I did make a point of saying you had to have heard of the Amityville horror movies, <laughs> because the first one and the 2005 remake with Ryan Reynolds are based on the Amityville horror. But there's a, it's a series of 17 movies. Whoa! Which I didn't even know. Wait, is I knew there was like I I think I've seen four. Seventeen, but there's seventeen movies mm. about it. Is the new one like the same as the old one? It's, I mean, it's like a remake. It's just I mean, it's close enough, but it's like at least a similar stories and accounts. But like okay. every other movie adds like a new haunting or a new creature or a new family and so yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the horse has got to be <laughs> out at this point. Yeah. Seventeen. Uh, I don't know if yeah. Are they making it more? It was dead when they started beating the horse. I ho- there. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> oh wait, we're not allowed to say beating a dead horse anymore, huh? Feeding a full horse. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with beating a dead horse, <laughs> but d- only when there's no deaths really involved, like okay. mur- like solid murders. Oh well, the horse died of natural causes. Let's go hit it with a stick. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> The movie's uh, about dead people to start with. Yeah, exactly. It's good. <laughs> uh, so you've heard of the Conjuring movies. So Conjuring 2 is about the Enfield poltergeist. Uh, and the Snyderker house is what the Haunting in Connecticut movie is based on. Okay. Uh, and then the Arnie Johnson Sorry. possession. Oh, you're good, man. I'm just stretching my feet. You're uh, laying down on the floor. No joke, man. It's comfy. I'm zen right here. But yeah, the Arnie Johnson possession is what the Conjuring 3 movie is going to be about. And uh, so we, uh, we talked about a little game. And I think we're doing pretty good on time, so I don't have to cut it out. Hell yeah. You ready? How much of a disadvantage am I going to have for not watching movies? I think this will make it better for you. definitely won't know the answer. Okay. But I don't think it's Sh- like... Cool. As long as you expect that... I. N- then I know where yeah. the bar is set. We're good to roll. I mean, I feel like most of the people maybe would be able to point it out. but Well, they're not here, so. Fuck those other people. I don't believe that they could. <laughs> I don't believe it either. But, so, I really hope you like the name. I worked really hard on it. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Did it happen in real life, according to the Warrens? Or was it part of the film based on the event? I'm ready to play. Uh, it's a really good name, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like it put it's easy to put on a sign. Yeah, I, I mean, it'll fit there. With graphics? Yeah, big graphics, zooming through, maybe some stars, mm-hmm. do design somehow. It'll be great. I'll yell it at you again later at another date, I'm sure. <laughs> but so in the Amityville case, a priest comes to the home to try and bless the home while hopefully getting rid of any demons that are there. Okay. But he ends up being attacked by a swarm of flies and is chased from the home. Now, is this the movie or real life? Um, I hope it's real life. Is that your final answer? Uh, yeah. Okay, you're wrong. It, that oh. was the movie. In the house, in the, that uh, is re- in the who store. Thought of, who thought of that? <laughs> Who's the one that Horror thought? Horror directors. Oh, my goodness. Come it's on. Jason. <laughs> so in the actual. I can't, man. Apparently, allegedly, in the actual story of the Amityville case. Why not bees? Uh, well, bees are too scary. <laughs> <laughs> You're being like bees is fucked up, Regis. Right. Come on. 
All right. But no, so there was actual swarms of flies that would randomly occur in the Amityville home, mm-hmm. at least based off the original loot story. But they never attacked anyone. And so I think them just talking about swarms of flies, they're like, oh, let's make it, let's fucking make these flies attack these people. Yeah. Yep. It would be great. Because it probably didn't look as cool if they just did a, like a, lots of flies, which is probably what really happened. There was just so many flies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But there wasn't a giant ball going right at their yeah, faces. Was, yeah, I get you. That would be bees for sure. So you got that one wrong. You got to take a drink good. of your beer. No, not good. Take a drink of your beer, oh. bitch. Mm. Take a drink of the beer while I drink some water. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a drinking game. Uh, well, it wasn't going to be, but you made it one when you made my original game a drinking game when I had a chug of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I remember right. You made that game. <laughs> I, you don't remember right. So <laughs> you're the one who chugged the beer, not right. me. So All right. I'll get the next one. So. <laughs> In the haunting of Connecticut, also known as the Snyder case, uh, the family was being raped and sodomized by ghosts. Movie. Or real life? They had to. Ap- oh, okay, that's that's different than the flies. I almost said that was the movie. <laughs> but I have if a feeling... If somebody can get attacked by a group of flies in a movie, they can be raped by <laughs> ghosts in real life. Thanks for following my logic. <laughs> so you know what I'm guessing. I got you. This happened in real life. Is that your final answer? Yes. You got it right. I mean, we shouldn't celebrate you getting that right. <laughs> But you did. (laughs) (laughs) That felt really bad after. I put my hands up like I got it. Oh, God. That happened in real life. (laughs) Damn it. Now that we got these new bikes, we have so much room to move around. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys, I didn't mean to laugh at that. Yeah, so at least, I mean, I would like to still just say allegedly. Okay. It was reported by the victims. Yes. Wait, did they, were they living? Did they die? They're, uh, they just got raped by ghosts. <laughs> yeah, they're still alive. Okay. They were just meet, visited by, what? by incubi and succubi. Wait, did the ghost form give it to them, or did they, like, grab an object and give it to them? No, I mean, I don't know. Because I feel like I didn't want to search up too much about, like, ghost rape. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird question, isn't it? I mean, I feel like we we can go there. We can touch base on ghost rape. Let's more, dive in, I, because I'm curious. <laughs> I'm serious. Would I, I'm guessing somehow, like, the ghost was doing the raping motion or something, but then maybe for the sodomizing, I don't know. Maybe that was an object. Maybe these ghosts and demons. I mean, if maybe if they're strong enough demons or ghosts or whatever that they can fuck a person, maybe they don't need to use an object. <laughs> That's what I'm, like, do they just lay in there and they're, or, like, they're talking, like, blah, 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 blah. So I'm saying, did you see if Susie put her Christmas lights up? Because I don't, I don't know if it's time to put. Oh, 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 it felt like there was a dick in my mouth. What the? Pretty sure I just had a ghost dick in my mouth for a second. What was that? What, honey? I didn't see anything. Talking about Christmas lights. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm thinking it's probably a little more ominous than that, but we can dream. <laughs> I'm, I mean, next next one. You don't have to drink. All right. I'll have to drink. Oh, good. We're just gonna skip past ghost sticks. Yep. In the mouth. I think we got enough ghost sticks. <laughs> this is good. I liked it. Another shirt. In the Conjuring, 
No. That's bad. I almost said with a girl with her mouth open yeah, wide. No. Yeah. That is bad. You said I almost said, and then you yeah, I just I was like, well, I should probably say it. Uh, I mean, don't trap those in, man. Yeah, don't hold it in. It's like a sneeze. <laughs> I would have said it later. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're still you're still feeling about it either way. <sighs> yeah. Moving on. In the Conjuring, also known as the Parent Family case. Ed and Lorraine Warren have to perform an exorcism to get rid of a demon in the home. Movie or real life? Shit. I'm going to go with movie. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You did good. Oh. So in real life, they went to the home and they performed a seance, which allegedly caused the possession of someone. And they did try speaking to the ghost or demon. That wasn't as exciting. But you have to be ordained by a Catholic church in order to do an official exorcism. So they never did any exorcisms. So at least what they claim. Nice. Yeah. Well, not nice. No. I'm glad I got that right. Again, I'm mm-hmm. celebrating the fact that I got You're the point. You're doing it, dude. I got a drink. But. In The Conjuring 2, known as the Enfield Poltergeist, Ed and Lorraine spend several days there trying to dispel the demons. Movie or real life? They spend several days. Really? I feel like this is going to... This is like a twist. It's going to be something like, yeah, that didn't happen because I was only... They were there for two nights. No, a week or something like that. It's you not know? a trick question. Is I it? won't fuck you. Okay, cool. And th- they spend several days. I'm going to say no, they didn't. So Wait, that's b- movie. It. So movie, they spend several days. Uh, fuck, what am I... I think that happened in real life. Okay. But the movie was different. Okay. So in real life, they actually were only there for several hours, and they actually ended up coming after several other demonologists and priests had already worked on the home. Damn. So they were like chased out? The demons? No, the the hunters. What's their Ed and... Yeah, Ed and Lorraine. Yeah. No, no. They, they were at least the last people there, but they were only there for allegedly several hours instead of several days like the movie depicted i see Mm -hmm. yep 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 so you got a drink man you got a drink on that one man in the annabelle case she's a porcelain doll that the longer the family owned her the more disturbed she started to look boom movie or real life i'm gonna go with that was real life that was what was reported so this last one was a trick one because that's kind of both it's both (laughs) Because she wasn't a porcelain doll like she is in the movies. In real life, she's a Raggedy Ann doll. Have you seen? Little redhead, red hair things. Yarn and stuff. Yeah. Uh, But she did progressively start getting dirty, covered in blood, and looking more and more disturbing. Whoa. Ooh, that's still scary. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's both. I hope you had fun. Playing... Did it happen in real life, according to the Warrens, or was it part of the film based on the event? Thank you. Thank you for playing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. <laughs> so all in all of the Warrens' cases, there isn't any real proof that the causes had all happened or that for, you know, due to hauntings or de- demonic possessions. Uh-huh. But that's not to say that it didn't really happen. Uh, there are a lot of skeptics about the Warrens' cases a lot of them uh they think there's just too many inconsistencies uh they think i mean they made a profit off of doing these 
by not by going to do them, but by telling the stories and stuff like that. So they thought maybe they were just in it for the fame and fortune, and they're just making things up. But there has been a lot of, like I said, inconsistent stories some about of these events. But there also has been certain things about these stories that have slowly come out more and more, showing some possibilities of, like, I wouldn't say lies, but, you know, lies is a good word for it. Lies? Lies. Oh. Dirty little lies. No? You think that they're all lies, is that what you're saying? I, is that what you're saying? No. Well, good. Because I'm going to go through some of the m- bigger cases that might have some inconsistencies. So in Amityville, the murder was said to have happened because voices told him to do it with uh, DeFeo. But that was, as they talked about, that was a story they told to try and create an insanity plea. Uh, and the stories from Amityville that have been told by the Lutzes have a lot of inconsistencies between all of the family members. Uh-huh. Uh, and in 1979, William Weber, who is the DeFeo's lawyer, came out and said that he and the Lutz had made up the story over a couple of bottles of wine to try and get rich. Hmm. But I mean, so if that's true, where does that put the Warrens? Where does that put, you know, the authors who wrote books about it and stuff like that if yeah, it was all faked? Well, shit. But that one, I mean... My brain is twisted. And William Weber could be lying or something, too. So, I mean, it's still possible that it happened, but there's a lot of uh, things pushing more and more to it looking like it didn't happen. Mm. So. I really like Ed. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the Snydecker family had a lot of inconsistencies as well. Uh, a lot of the stories that the kids nice. were told when like being questioned. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, it sounded more like they were being rehearsed, like they were just giving lines instead of talking about a story or an experience that had happened to them. Uh, and the landlord suggested that they made up the whole story to try and get out of paying several months of rent after they had abandoned the property. Um, and some of the writers in the story and stuff talking said there also seemed to be some evidence of alcoholism and drug use in the family as well. Which Man, that sucks. So, I mean, if that's the case with that one, then where do the warrants? Because you can follow all of that. that I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So, the story of Annabelle, I, and so here's one I will go into a little more detail because it's a pretty spooky story. So, supposedly, two nurse students had uh, bought the doll from a Goodwill or their mother had given it to them. There's kind of back and forth. And then they started noticing strange things around the house. The doll was put around the house in several different locations. Uh, and eventually it would be moving rooms and closing doors and being propped up in positions that they weren't able to recreate. It was just almost like it was standing, but it's like a raggedy and doll, so it's not supposed to do that. That's super creepy. <laughs> when you f- fill the eyes of a porcelain doll scare- like staring at you mm-hmm. and having it follow you, that's creepy enough. Yeah. But if it's mo- if it moves to another corner... Mm-hmm. I would throw it away immediately. Yeah. So, and uh, and then it even started drawing on the walls. And the doll. Yeah, they never saw it, but they would come home and see. Uh, it would write down like "play with me" or something. Oh shit! I just pictured scribbles. <laughs> it was like da da da. Here's a little sun. 
Yeah, I, I guess I should have said writing on the wall is probably. Ooh. Uh, and they had a medium. <laughs> they had a medium come look at it, and they s- and the medium at least told them that it was a spirit of a girl named Annabelle that was trapped inside the doll, but it was just want it was just wanting to live in a form. So they embraced it, uh, but then things got even worse as they opened up to it more. They accepted the doll yeah. of who she was. Yeah. Oh, it's Annabelle. Oh, it's just a little girl. Like, oh, that's sad. Oh like, my god. Uh, but yeah, so the doll apparently got worse and worse, and even attacked one of them, <laughs> uh, one of their friends or something that was there. Um, please, please tell me more. <laughs> yeah, so the Warrens came and did an investigation. They actually found out that there was a demon that was possessing the doll, and it was it had, was trying to portray itself as this like childlike spirit to throw in punches more or more into their family. Or what? Well, uh, they didn't see it, but. There was like a giant gash across somebody's chest after they had had a nightmare about Annabelle attacking it or attacking the person or something. So okay, so it was in their sleep. I just said, it imagine wasn't like this jumping. little doll, doll like just flown across the room, trying to choke a dude <laughs> out. That's where. That's why I figured. No, it's more like a demonic scratch. Oof. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's still super scary. Yeah, and so. Um, even though the names of the people who the Warrens claimed had the doll of all of these, I mean, I think it was Diane was one of them. I looked them all up. I did research. <laughs> but I tried finding more information about, uh, like, their last names or if they had any accounts about this. I mean, it became pretty pa- famous, so I imagine they would be involved somehow. But the only people who can account for this story being factual or, you know, the history and the past of this doll that they have is the Warrens. Mm. So, yeah, there's no, like, no last names, no interviews or anything of these people ever technically existing. But, I mean, it's uh, once again, not to say it didn't happen, but, I mean, these other cases that they have have like homes and families and last names all figured out but this one it's it's probably the only the story about a doll biggest mysterious one then yeah most mysterious mm-hmm. it's one of their it's one of their most famous ones too especially because of the movies but mm. uh in 1997 Steve Novella and Perry DeAngelis uh they're paranormal investigators and they went and investigated most of the Warrens claims and they said that the Warrens and their claims of demons and ghosts are at best meaningless ghost stories and at worst dangerous frauds. Ooh, calling it out. Right? It's fucking throwing it down. They have a ton of fish stories about evidence that got away and they're not doing good scientific investigation. They just have a predetermined conclusion of what's going to happen, which they adhere to literally and religiously. They follow it like a cult. I think it sounds more like, oh, they're going in looking for ghosts and demons, so they're going to find ghosts and demons. Something like that. Yeah. At least that's what I got for, from it. Like a fish story. Yeah, exactly. Like it grows and embellishes as the story gets told. Mm-hmm. And so um, also the paranormal writer Ray Garten, who wrote the story for the Snyderker case, um, he was interviewed – or he was interviewing the Warrens and – um, while writing his book, and he said about Lorraine Warren, if she told me the sun would come up tomorrow morning, 
I'd get a second opinion. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right, then. So, I mean, at least er- everything I had always thought before I had done more research into the Warrens was I just thought they were kick-ass demonologists. That was like, hey, that's cool. I don't have a huge belief in ghosts and demons, but, like, I mean, whether it's really happening or not, if these families are being helped by you guys going around, like, that's fucking awesome. Those were the people that never heard any sounds or, like, never thought of anything going on in their house. And then they showed up with their pretty painting and said, there's ghosts in your house. And these are here's what's yeah. happening, and we need to talk to you. Yeah. See, so like, that's... What the fuck? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Who are you? Well, let me explain. Yeah, see, so it's, it's double-sided because it could be they're... They're just helping these people, but it also could be that they're somehow manipulating things. But, I mean, either way, fucking great people. No disrespect. Cool stuff. But, I mean, there's a lot of fun stories. Hmm. Hopefully they're true. I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of bad things that happen, but I feel like I hope that they're true. Well, I I just, I'd like the dude more, so I hope he will, I mean, I would, think he wasn't trying to scam or like manipulate anybody i think maybe he if okay i mean i can (laughs) go into why you got this what i believe in ghosts what i don't believe in ghosts but on my view is so in between Mm -hmm. but even if he believes that these things were happening but he was just i mean he read into it a lot like at least he was chasing what he really loved that's what i really love about the guy you clearly love death man yeah it's great man seems dope Seems dope. Like, but a little envious. Again, you got to just, just do the things he yeah, wanted he to just, do. And whether it's it really happened or not, he, I mean, he made a living and happy, was happy doing it. Good for him. So, yeah, fucking awesome. Uh, so I think it's, uh, I think it's time. You ready? Theory number one? Yeah, let's go. So, the theories aren't very deep about the Warrens. They're pretty superficial, but I mean, I don't think they need very much ex- explaining either. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Warrens were true demonologists and mediums who helped many families. Like That's just how it is. They mm-hmm. actually went to these homes. There was ghosts and demons and shit. And they fucking got rid of it. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah. Good. Which I, I think... Hmm. So talking about being in that middle ground middle ground earth where like ghosts can be real but Hmm. there's things that you make you go there's i don't understand yeah well the hard part for me actually is because of my belief after death yeah that contradicts my belief in ghosts that's that's part of collide that's one of my problems too it's a little hard i'm like yeah man That, that i told you we've talked about my ghost theory right um, I believe so. Okay. I know I've had to talk about it with Dallin a lot, so. <laughs> Is he a true believer? He's, oh, 100%. When we do a ghost episode, like a legit ghost episode. Yeah. Because this is kind of there, but not really. Touches it. I, I feel like we'll have to have Dallin back for sure. And maybe, I mean, and that's a big episode. Maybe we'll even have like two guests for that. Some spooky stuff. Because I feel like that's, it's fun when you can like get a big enough group too and like talk about experiences. Because you, if you get at least four people in a room bound to have at least one ghost story, right? I, I got one. Oh, well, cool. Well, there you go. We'll save it. Put it okay. in your grocery bag. We can save it. It's a, a <laughs> it's a bad one. But 
because I mean that influences my beliefs and part of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So to believe that they actually did that, I mean, I gotta obviously chew on that and think about it some more as we go through the rest of the theories. Deal. But in their mind, they were demonize hunting demonizers. You, <laughs> who sings womanizer? Uh, don't ask me questions about, <laughs> <laughs> about things. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> don't ask me questions. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Felt like I wanted to answer, and I was like, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was <laughs> Britney Spears. Britney Spears, womanizer. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let's go for it. <laughs> Theory number two: the Warrens are just frauds, and they did it all for fame and fortune. What a good business, though. I liked yeah. it. Go to people's houses with this painting that says it's haunted. Yeah, I was Some on board that door-to-door salesman stuff. Right. Door-to-door salesman for painting. They're authors, lecturers. Again, and even if they then were, got I, the museum. I'm not upset that that was Ed's life. He loved doing it. So what? He took Did advantage of people. Sometimes the advantage was bad things because nurses were needed and doctors. Yeah. So I that guess so. could only lead to bad things. But I mean, maybe they were doing bad things and they got, you know, that's when they started Nesper. They started getting more more people to hopefully help and make them seem more, more legit. Or maybe they were feeling bad and so, like, hey, let's get medical staff. <laughs> I think it was more that. Know. Be like, if we're going to do this stuff and there's going to be people, I mean, people believe us already. Yeah. So we might as well get some extra help. If, I can, if they're on board, let's, let's get some college students and clergymen have a party. A Nesper party. Theory number three. The Warrens are just religious quacks that are looking for certain things, and so they see them. Kind of like we talked about with some of the their skeptics' belief. And okay. anything that happened around them was because they were specifically trying to look for it, and it's just considered a coincidence. Mm. Just searching for the answer. Yeah. Which, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of times when... And I've talked with Dallin about this as well. When you're having an experience with ghosts and stuff, but if you're like a, if like your mindset's already there, that's, it's hard to imagine, but that's kind of where your brain takes you. Like you see these, like same thing for people, a lot of people who firmly believe in aliens. If they see something up in the sky that's probably just a distant bird, they're more likely to see a UFO or something out of the corner of their eye. I talked about this before, like one of the things, maybe I've talked about it twice already, so I'm going to bring up a story for the third time possibly. do it. When I would walk home at dark. Yeah. And pass cars that are parked on the side. You've only told this once though, at least. Okay, maybe I I was thinking I've told it before, so I'm going (laughs) to multi-story it. When I walk past the cars and I I feel like I have to walk back or look back at it, Mm -hmm. at the car, because there could be like a skeleton monster inside. Yeah. Of course. So if if I just dig deep into that feeling, I could, you know, probably see one myself and spook myself. So every time I'm yeah. looking for something, it just shows up. Possible. I can get on board with that. It's, yeah, it's one of the more uh, less appealing options. I mean, it's definitely not as good as theory number four. So I had to dig around for this one. Not going to lie. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. The Warrens were secretly CIA agents, and all of their hauntings were actually CIA experiments 
And that's why they were the only ones who knew how to stop them, quote-unquote stop them. I mean, the CIA is involved with secret stuff like... Fucking CIA. MK Ultra, Mind control. LSD. I felt, I'm, I think I left it where I'm like, I believe that some of it... There's very little that I'm on board with the psychic part of it. That's fair. But I could see them pulling a stunt off like this. If mind control was <laughs> was being tested, then ghost hunting and and medium and work paranormal and medium stuff had to be connected somehow. Could also be involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean if they were using hypnotism and psychics and stuff in the CIA. But do they want it going that public? Hunters? Do they want it to be that well known? Because the, the psychic stuff yeah. wasn't really public. No, true, but kind of what we've talked about, the Hollywood effect. Sometimes when you talk about things that are kooky or crazy or that have been in movies or in books or in stories and you talk about it, oh, they're just a weird person. They're a crazy person. Or, oh, they just got that from a movie. Maybe it's not that out there. Oh, it's out in the public, but we're not going to... Oh, you're true. you just drew a painting in my house with ghosts coming out of it. Have a nice fucking day. <laughs> Would you say seventeen movies <laughs> for Amityville Horror, dude? That still shocks me. I don't fucking. It's <laughs> a lot of fucking oh, movies. Christ. I don't even know. What's the next? That's probably a fucking CIA mind trap. What if you watch all seventeen Amityville Horror movies, you'll be mind controlled. What's the most? Is it, would that be a franchise? Franchise series. What's the most movie series? Does does Marvel? Yeah, Marvel beats out. What's the next one? What's like the next longest TV or movie series? Oh man, I don't. I mean, Fast and the Furious has a lot, but they have like eight. I mean, uh, Lord of the Rings. What they've got nine, counting The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, another one right off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think they've got like 12 of those. That comes close. I think, uh, I mean, Friday the 13th has a couple too. I so, mean, like, they well, they've got like 11. So, like next runner up is well, 11. I mean, yeah, I think 12? Star Wars has like 11 or 12. No, 11. So, they're close. That's. They're getting there. So, 17 still pretty high up there, though. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, man. All right. Theory number one. Boom. Oh, right. I wonder if you could even hear that with our new microphone, so I'd be interested to see, because we just dropped a beer. <laughs> Theory number one. The Warrens were true demonologists and mediums who helped many families. This is tricky. I said I was going to think about this and chew it, but it's still a full piece. Yeah. It's still there, man. Gnawing at you. Because, again, it collides with m- both different things that I believe in. Yeah. Or what I think really happens. Do I think this is this takes I guess that's a no. <laughs> I don't know. I I gotta talk more about it. What do you think? Oh man. So theory number one, I feel like that's one that I at least believe in more. Out of the four? I feel like I don't believe in that one the most. Okay. But it's I but they're I, different. It's not one I would automatically say no. That's not true to. That's the least me. So you think that they ran into ghosts sometimes? Ghosts, demons, yeah, maybe not all ten thousand, 
Maybe only like a thousand. Do you follow Maybe up only question. those eight that we talked about? Seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe in demons? Yeah. I mean, well, see, that's ghosts. what's hard too. Like, I, I, I feel like I don't believe in them in like a religious sense, mm-hmm. like angels and demons. But I believe, I mean, like evil spirits of some sorts. I guess I don't know. But do you believe in ghosts, like the people? Not in like ghosts, as in people, like just hanging out and sitting around. So the only thing that's not like that's just in that realm is demons, no ghosts. Oh, and maybe that's why they call themselves demonologists. <laughs> Instead of like ghost hunters, that's where I I think that's where my most divide is. Okay, because I I want to I do believe that maybe there's ghosts, but I don't know how they got there. Okay, and then demons are the same thing. Like they're not a, f- a human figure; they're just like a yeah, and they have to possess items. So I think that they could have been hunting something, but they don't know what it really was. So I'm going to say yeah. that I because I can't Maybe. settle on what exactly that that is or what it is on the other side, but I definitely believe that these things are happening. Okay. So do you think it's worth a scream? Maybe a baby scream? No scream. I don't even think it's worth a scream. Think, yeah, well, let's hold it in. Because it's believing in what they were doing. They, yeah, it's just a little different. But Maybe not 100%. For me, I'm just stuck on the classifying of what is happening. That's fair. That's fair. I get it. Theory okay. number two. They're just frauds and did it for money and being on TV and stuff. Oh, man. Uh, Part of it, I would believe that towards the end, you know, I think that they, because they were able to see some of this stuff, really, they really had things going on, but people were hiring them and like, like big figures or something like that or like rich people. So they'd hire them on to be like, well, we're going to get paid a lot of money, but they don't have any <laughs> demons. <laughs> so what do we do? Yeah. We got to pl- we got to do some we got to make money here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not charging them for the investigation. And so. then they run with the beer cans. <laughs> we found the demons. Put it in the fridge. They're right? in the beer. <laughs> Splash holy water on the fridge. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe like I said, I kind of believe in number 1, but maybe not all 10,000 10,000 cases. Yeah. yeah. I, it's like mostly no, but some of it a little bit. Pe- peppered in of a little bit of truth. Yeah. yeah. You're good. You're good. All right. So theory number three. Ooh. The Warrens are just religious people looking for certain things, and so they see them, and uh, just coincidence. I don't I don't believe that. I mean it's logical. Sure. Yeah. At I feel like m- most people that believe in that the most are more are more of a skeptic. So Yeah. Probably yeah, they're they're and like on the same side if they're very more skeptical and they're trying to prove them wrong, maybe they're going to see just the more realistic and things of how they can prove it wrong instead of yeah. being non-biased. So, I mean, yeah, same side. And then, of course, they're number four. Oh. They're CIA agents, and they weren't being haunted by ghosts or demons. It was just experiments. If the part of me that doesn't believe in, like, paranormal shit. Yeah. (laughs) This I believe the most. That's fair. Then theory number three. (laughs) Like, if I'm on the skeptic boat. Yeah. I don't believe in theory number three. I would 
follow uh, theory number, number four, four for sure. and be like, I'm not surprised <laughs> the CIA is involved with that shit. Something was happening, so it's probably the government. Damn straight. Yeah. I feel like I could blame the CIA for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Those sneaky motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, like, mo- do I believe theory number four? Mostly. That's fair. Okay. Um, well, I, w- I won't scream for that then because I don't, I don't know if I believe in it, but I want to. So <laughs> That yeah. one's a fun one. Yeah. I, it's just good. Theory number four gets me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Oh, so that's man. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. If you guys want to do more research into uh, some of their cases and investigations, uh, I got most of my information from good. Wikipedia and Warrens.net. It's the Warrens' own webpage they have set up. They've Find got a lot, of stuff. lot more details. It'll make watching those movies a little more fun now. Yeah, so if you ever do watch them. Now that I know a little bit more about it. And maybe you'll be able to spot the differences between, oh, they're definitely embellishing here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, uh, <sighs> thanks, man. It's awesome. I didn't want that one to end. It's fun, right? That was a good one. I'm excited for more ghost stuff. I feel like yeah. I've been wanting to hold it back, but I didn't want to I'm ready. Hold it. Yeah. I want to I want to do an al- like I feel like we're ready for another alien relay lapse soon. of that one. Like we just like a long distant sprint. S- sprint. Yeah. I'm doing swimming actions, yeah, you, but you yeah, know you what I'm saying. It, but I see you. And it made a lot of sense. Like I'm sprint sprinting swimming. Uh, yeah. But like a long distance swimming anyway. sprint. What do you um Yeah. <laughs> When you jog long distance running, what yeah. is it called? What is it called like when it's tr- in a competitive area? Track and field. There's a different cross country. There you go. I got you. I would like to do a cross country <laughs> event on ghosts, dude. Well, yeah, maybe next Halloween, like October month, we'll spend the whole month. That one we're gonna do overnighter in a haunted house, <laughs> ten dude, hours. I really straight. do. I really want to like record an episode in. Oh, that makes location. me so scared right I feel now. Like that'd be so cool. Oh my god! Just record with the lights off the whole time. Oh, we couldn't do that. No. <laughs> no, I couldn't That's do that. a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be too bad because I just have the screen here. Then I just imagine you'd keep looking at things behind me the whole time. I would fall asleep, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> like, like, I would be dark. super spooked. But if it got dark and I'm laying there. Especially if we're still drinking. We're like, uh, uh. And I'm out. Uh-oh, guys. Regis just got possessed by a demon. <laughs> He's asleep. That's a sign. Dang. Well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to do more stuff like that soon. It's fun. I want to thank our wives uh, for letting us hang out. Yeah, especially this this late. I'm sorry again. That I was late today. My wife's out of town actually, right? Now, so okay, I can stay up as late as I want. And then I mean, I no I curfew. Have to wake up with the kids still, but that's adult. <laughs> that's adult life, though. So. Yeah, it's going to be tired either way. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, also want to thank all of our patrons. That uh, support the show, including our level 9,000 ultra mega goat, Lucina. She asked me not to say her last name, Brandanowitz. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you want to be cool like all of our patrons and like Lucina, go sign up on Patreon at patreon.com slash scapegoatspod. Um, again, please subscribe to the podcast. Go rate the podcast on iTunes or Facebook. Check out our social media. I feel like, you know, Getting to pretty up, pretty high up there. Climbing. Yeah, and uh, our content's pretty good. I'd say. I'd say so. I feel like for a while I was biased, but I'd honestly say, honestly say, if it wasn't our own social media page, I'd follow it too, just to see the shit. 
I, I don't know if that means anything. We have somebody <laughs> in yeah, out there, thank you so much, that commented, I came for the content, or I came for the post, but I stayed for the content. Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah, so, I mean, it's getting there, man. Thanks to all of our goats. We appreciate it. We got good fan base. It's awesome. Uh, you can also, if you want to support the show in another way, just tell your friends and family about it. Or you can also go to our website, www.scapegoatspod.wix.com slash scapegoats. Whew, I promise that's changing soon. One breath. <laughs> and uh, you can get our merch there. And yeah. also have access to all of their hosting sites. Guys, these shirts are the bomb. I fucking love G- And clear, let's the clear. Cat, the hats are comfy. Clear, clear what we got out, because that way we can bring out um, some different colors. <laughs> our, free, our Freemason shirts. <laughs> We've got so many shirt <laughs> ideas. But no, your sleeveless shirt idea, though. And a tank. We'd yeah. love to do a tank top. We That'd can be get dope. All, all the things, guys. So clear what we got, and then we can start getting more stuff out your way. Exactly. And if, you, like, we should do, like, design yeah, ideas. I mean, ho- hopefully if you got something you want. Yeah, I'm, once it comes time to our next merch order, I feel like I'll want to, like, put out, like, a survey yeah. or something and see, let people vote on if they like our current logo set up or if they want us to bring back the... The full logo on the shirts and everything. Bring the goat back. Yeah, and bring back the goat. Cool. Deal. Uh, well, hey, man. Got anything else? Till next time. Don't be a sheep. Be a goat. <laughs>